Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Dust the rest of the time. Uh-huh. 
Well, yesterday, Mr. Bodkin took a notion to check it himself, Marvin. There's $20,000. What? He says that you're the only man in the bank who had any chance to take it. No, Marshal, there must be some mistake. Well, I said the same thing, but Mr. Bodkin was pretty convincing. I got a warrant here, Marvin. You're under arrest for grand larceny. No! It's all wrong, no! Don't be a fool, Marvin. I'm not going to jail! Here, give me that gun! Drop it! Drop it! I'm all right, Chester, but go find Doc and get him over here fast. trying to shoot you or himself. I don't know, Mr. Buckin. I'm not sure that he knew. He was caught off guard, and he mildly acted without even stopping to think. You think somebody ought to go tell his mother, Mr. Dillon? Now, Doc said to wait. He's got a tough job to do, and he figures that Miss Gross being here to just make it harder. Yeah, she's a fine woman. Waits on that boy hand and foot. It's going to be a terrible shock to her. Yeah. For her sake, I hated to bring charges against Marvin. But there just wasn't any choice. Mr. Bodkin, is there any chance at all that, uh, well, somebody else could have taken the gold out of the vault? We went over all that when I signed the warrant. Yeah, I know we did. The bullion safe is inside the vault. The other teller, Oscar Dreely, has access to the vault, but only Marvin and myself have the combination of the safe. I wish there were some other explanation, but there just isn't. I guess not. This thing is just as unbelievable to me as it is to you, Marshal. Five boys been with the bank nearly two years now. And I thought I knew him. Trusted him completely. Well, anybody would have, Mr. Botkin. Quiet fellow like him, not gambling or hanging around the saloon, just living at home with his ma. Well, gentlemen, job is done. Oh, good. Good. How soon can I talk about it? I said the job's done. I got the bullet out. The boy's dead, though. Dead? He didn't have a chance. No. Uh, did you say anything, Doc? Not a word. He didn't even come to. Mm-hmm. All right, Chester, let's get to work. Well, it appears to me the job's over, Mr. Dillon. There's $20,000 worth of gold still missing. And even worse, somebody's got to tell his mother. Marshal, it's not true. Well, I wish it weren't. 
My son dead. Shot to death. Accidentally, Miss Gross. To resist an arrest, he was shot with his own gun. It happened to oh, about an hour ago in the bank. Oh, no. no. Here, grab her, Chester. Yeah, I'm oh, Easy, man. There now. Oh, you, you just lean back a minute and catch your breath. Marvin. Well, you, you sit right there now. I'll go get you a dipper of water. Well, it was less than two hours ago. I took him his supper. Chicken it was. Flour dumpling. I told him to come right home. Shouldn't he fit? I'm sorry, ma'am. Here you are, Miss Gross. You can just drink this now. It'll help to settle yourself. Yes, all right. Could you do some more? No. No, I'm much obliged to you. I'm mighty sorry to have to bring you the news, Miss Gross, but... Well, what's done is done, and... Uh, well, turning away from it won't change anything. You said Marvin was shot, resisting arrest. Yes, ma'am. Well, arrest for what? What had he done? Well, the... That's the second thing I hate telling you. Well, my son never committed a crime in his life, Marshal. I'm afraid he did, Miss Gross. There's $20,000 in gold missing from the bank vault. Marvin's the only one who could have taken it. Oh, it's a lie. Well, if it were, there'd have been no reason for Marvin trying to resist arrest. Now, well, I've always known everything he thought or done. He told me everything. I'd have known if he'd done anything like that. Well, maybe this was the one thing he didn't tell you. Did he say he'd done it? No, ma'am. Oh, did you catch him with it? Did anybody see him take it? No, ma'am, nobody saw him. Now, we haven't found the gold, but well, we... then I say it again. It's a lie. Look, Miss Gross, I hate to do this, but we're going to have to search your house. He's bound to have hidden it somewhere. All right, Marshal, search it. Tear out the walls and dig up the floor if you want. But you won't find nothing because there's nothing to find. I know my son. I know my son. Yes, ma'am. All right, Chester, let's get at it. This morning out south of town. Oh, they probably wanted here. Oh, sir, there's two doggone many of them, too. Uh oh. Here comes Miss Gross. Let's go across the street. You can't dodge trouble by running from it, sister. 
Well, I know, but the way she feels about things... Marshal. Oh, doggone it, she's sauce. Good evening, Miss Cross. Oh, I'm glad I run into you, Marshal. I was aiming to come by your office. Oh? You found out yet who robbed the bank? Uh, no, ma'am. You found the money yet? No, not yet. Two weeks now. My son laying out there on Boot Hill. Branded criminal. But not one bit of proof to back it up. Well, I've followed up every possibility I could think of, ma'am, but uh, every single one of them has come to nothing. But you keep trying. Sure I will. I'll keep trying. I reckon I knowed you would. It ain't you I blame, Marshal. You only done your duty. You got an honest reputation. Thank you, ma'am. But I'll never forgive Mr. Botkin, never in this life. He knowed my boy. He knowed he wasn't that kind. But he went ahead and swore to that warrant. He caused Marvin's death just like he pulled that trigger himself. Now, Miss Gross, no, that's not... I, I ain't going to talk about it no more. I already talked myself out and cried myself out. I'm on my way to the depot, Marshal. I was coming around to tell you goodbye. I'm leaving on the 11 o'clock train. Oh, you I'm are. going back east to my kinfolk for a while. But I'll be back in a few months. Right now, there are just too many things in this town to remind me of my boy. Yes, Well, I, uh, I wish you a good trip, Miss Cross. Marshal, I want my boy's name cleared, and I'll never rest till it's done. I know that. It will be. You'll see. Well, I hope you're right. And, uh, you'll take good care of yourself, huh? Oh, I will. Goodbye, Marshal. Chester? Goodbye. Goodbye, ma'am. My, she just won't give up, will she? Ah, oh, she's his mother, Chester. And even closer than most. Or up Marvin wouldn't hardly take a breath without her say so. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, uh, how'd you like to have a drink, huh? Well, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm buying. Come on. Well, sir, now I thank you. You know she'll feel better once she gets shut a dog, won't she? Back there with her own kin. Ah, uh, sure she will. Miss Gross is a fine old lady. It's just too bad. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Quite a crowd in the little long bench tonight. Over here, Matt. Come on over here and join us. And there's Doc, Mr. Botkin. You, you want to join him, Mr. Yeah, I might as well. <laughs> oh, uh, would you pardon me, please? Hello, Matt. Good to see you. Hello, Kitty. Can I get you something? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, you can. The usual, if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, the same for me, Miss Kitty. Uh, we'll be over at the table there, Star. All right, fine. I'll join you. Good. Pull up a chair, Matt. And Chester. Join us solid, respectable citizens for a change. Well, there's some who would agree with you, Doc. How are you, Mr. Larkin? Bye, Marshal. Now, buy a drink? Well, I got one coming, thanks. Oh, uh, I just saw Miss Gross outside. She, uh, tells me she's going back east. Well, I can't say I'm sorry to hear it. For some reason, she seems to blame me for what her son did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, she, uh, just suggested that maybe you'd rob the bank yourself. 
You search my house, Marshal. You surely don't. No, no, of course not. She was just talking out her hurt. She knows there's no sense to it. Well, I hope you don't put any stock in anything she says. Oh, I don't. The boy was guilty. His whole reaction going for that gun and all. Well, it showed he was. She just won't accept the fact, that's all. Well, uh, a mother's relation to her son gets to be a funny kind of a thing sometimes. Especially when it's as close as that one was. Yes, I've thought time and again how odd it was that that boy kept himself somebody. Well, she never gave him a chance to get out, mix, to grow. She, she ran his whole life on him, 24 hours a day. Well, he must have found some time, Doc. He thought up that robbery and then carried it out. Well, that's true, but I got a theory about that, man. I think he did it to hit back at her, sort of. It was a way to rebel. Oh? Yeah, but Marvin wasn't ever one to rebel much. Not against nobody. But he finally did. Oh, where you going, man? Wait a minute. Maybe he didn't rebel, Doc. What time have you got? Well, let me see here. It's 10.38. According to my gold watching chair. 10.38. Chester. Well, here, I, I got a drink order. Later, later. Come on. <laughs> like this upset me something terrible. I swear to goodness, one of these days, I'm going to turn to dry farming to make a living. Sure you are, Chester, when they figure some way to take the work out of them. Oh, Miss Gross. Oh? Oh. Why, Marshal, it's quite a surprise. Yeah, I imagine it is. What? You know, you nearly got away with it. Another hour or so, and you'd have had it safe out of town. What are you talking about? I got to thinking about Marvin, the kind of boy he was, and how he always did what you told him to. He was a beautiful son, Marvin. Sure. And when I talked to the two men who carried your trunk here to the depot, they said they could hardly lift it. What? It's pretty heavy, I guess, with a hundred pounds of gold in the bottom of it. Oh, that's a lie. I just opened that trunk, Miss Gross. Well, you had no right to. It was Marvin's trunk. I didn't know what was in it. Your things are packed right in with the gold, things I saw in your house the day I searched it. It's gross you're under arrest, accessory to grand larceny. Arrest? That's right. That stupid young fool, getting yourself shot. He could have swore to some story that had cleared me and took all the blame himself. I tell you, he'd have been glad to do it for his old ma. He died for you, didn't he? What more do you want?
Gunsmoke. Produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Featured in the cast were Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McNear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.